Okay, we are on Sefer Yirmiyahu, Peret Zion, Pasuk Aleph, Hadavar Asher Hayar El Yirmiyahu, Me'es Hashem Lemor. So the first thing that we note is that this call to Yirmiyahu to give a prophecy is unlike any other call we have seen in Sefer Yirmiyahu, or we will see. In other words, it's not the traditional Vayihijavar Hashem Eli Lemor or Daber El Bnei Israel. It's Hadavar Asher Hayah El Yirmiyahu. This was the matter that was said to Yirmiyahu. And why that particular opening to a prophecy, as the Radak explains, is because they're telling him to be in a specific place. That it says, stand where I'm going to tell you. It's not go and say, stand exactly where I tell you to stand. Amod Bishar Beis Hashem, stand in the gates of the temple, the Korososhom Es Hadavor Hazeh, and prophesy this matter for Amarta Shimudvar Hashem Ko Yehuda Habaim Bisharim Ha'ele Lehishtachavos Lashem. To all of Judea who has come to this Shar to prostrate themselves before the Kaddish Baruchu. So we saw it, there are really seven gates to the temple. Um, the Malbin says, It was a specific nevuah to those who came to the Shar. That explains the unusual opening. Now, continues the Malbin, uh, and we learn that of the seven, this is the most important one. It's the eastern gate that he is to stand. And we are going back to an old topic. We will see it again. We've seen it in Yeshayahu. We've seen it throughout the Torah. There is an absolute disconnect between B'nai Yisrael and the korbanos that he performs. In other words, he will go to any extent to do the korbanos. We saw yesterday, get the best spice, get the best katoras. Money is no object, but he has no connection to it. He could as soon as be doing this as an automatic robotic act. He has never bothered to internalize. What do the korbanos mean? Carbon is lahakriv to bring closer. The purpose is to bring it, uh, the individual closer to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And they have no concept of that, the Navi has said. They're interested in the, the tinsel and trivia of bringing a carbon. Nothing beyond that. And so, go to the place where you prostrate yourself, because to you, that's the most important part, he's saying to B'nai Yisrael. L'ishtachavot l'ashem. Now Yemiyo is speaking, thus says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Elokei Yisrael, improve, um, better yourselves, your ways and your um, 
obedience in your devotion to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And with that, if you just do that, forget the fancy korbanos, the Ashkana Eschem B'makom Hazer. I will reside with you in this Beis Hamikdash. We know that the whole key to the Beis Hamikdash is Shriyas Hashchina, to get the Kaddish Baruch Hu to dwell there. Interestingly, that after all these terrible things we've read, the Radak indicates there still may be a chance of tshuva. He, the Yimriyo, is saying that if you improve your ways, your morality, there is still a chance I will dwell with you in this temple. Do not believe these Nevi'e HaSheker, which we've said a couple of times, they were a big obstacle to Yermio. They're going to get worse. They're going to inflict terrible punishments on him. They were undermining everything he does in terms of B'nai Yisrael. But don't listen to them. Don't put your faith in them. Lemor, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heimah. Interesting triplicate use of Heichal Hashem. What does it mean? So they're Mephoshim all over this interpretation. One says that Heichal Hashem, it's the three regolim you've chosen to come to the temple. It's, that's why it's said in triplicate. Others say it's the different parts of the Beis HaMikdash, the Chatzer, uh, the Kaddish Kedoshim, the Heichal. Others say, and a much more important interpretation, is that there are those, these Nevi'e Sheker, have conditioned you to the belief, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem. There are going to be, we know, at least three Batei Mikdashim. So one was destroyed, another is going to come. And after that, there will be a third one. In other words, don't get so agitated about the base Hamikdash, says Nanavi Sheker. There's another one coming. There'll be a third. There will be before that a second. If the second is destroyed, there will be a third. It also could mean even more significantly, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Hema. They are the Heichal Hashem. That is the message the Kaddish Baruch Hu is trying to get to Yirmiyahu, that the people themselves are the Heichal Hashem. The building isn't the Heichal Hashem, the Mizbeach isn't the Heichal Hashem, the Korbanos, the people are the boundaries of the Heichal Hashem. If you improve your ways, your customs, your habits, your devotion, if you do mishpat justice, between man and his fellow man, ger, the convert, the yosom, the orphan, the almana, the widow, lotashku, do not oppress them, do not squeeze them. And do not spill innocent blood in this place. Truth is, we shouldn't spill innocent blood anywhere. But here, what they're saying, something we have learned um, in Malachim, but it comes from Divrei uh, Hayamim. We have seen that King Yoash had ordered, assassinated Zechariah, the Kohen Gadol, I'm sorry, the Navi and both, the Navi 
because he didn't like the way he spoke to him or what he had prophesied about. And we know that hundreds of years later, Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar's general came in and saw blood still on the floor near the Mizbeach boiling. And he said, what's this? And they made a story that, oh, somebody spilled the blood of a Korban. And he said, no, this isn't the blood of a Korban. And sure enough, the story comes out. They killed their own Navi. And he punishes them something terrible, something very brutal and atrocious. So they're saying, do not do that. Do not kill the innocent blood of your Kohanim in the very mage of uh, Beis Hamikdash. Uh, and we go over those key people that have so much of a part in our system of justice in Judaism. The convert, the almana, the yasom, do not oppress them. It is a cornerstone of our religious practice. Um, but as continues, Don't follow other gods to do bad by them. And if you do that, I will plant you in this place. I will place you in this land that I have given your fathers and forefathers for eternity. In other words, there is an opportunity. There is a rescue from these dire prophecies. But now you have your total reliance on lies, on divrei sheker, levilti hoil. That will yield nothing. You follow neviim that are total lies, that sell themselves to the highest bidder. You want a favorable prophecy? You pay for it. You'll get it. Similarly, with the, the um, Kohanim, whatever the Kohanim will, t- will tell you, you'll pay for and you're fine with it. There is no justice. There's just a total corruption of the entire system. The Haganov Rotseh, the Haganov Rotseh says the Kodesh Baruch so you want to steal, you want to kill, the Noah, you want to commit adultery, the Hishaval Shekhar, swear falsely, the Kater Labal, offer Katoris to the Baal, the Holacharei Elohim Achirim, Yodatim. And this is what you want to do. You follow strange gods, steal, rob, plunder, Gilui Royos. You want to do this, and then continues in the next verse. You are then, after doing all this, you have the effrontery to come now to this house that's called by my name, the Armartem Nitzlanu Lamana Sosis and said, Save us, despite the fact that we have committed all these abominations. You don't stand a chance. You have made <coughs> this temple that you allegedly revere so much as a cave of thieves where you can seek refuge. And you can call it by my name. It's a lie. It's a fraud. And do you think I don't see it, said the Kaddish Baruch I don't see what you're doing, the guile, the deception. Now you are so confident, as you said, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, there will always be a Heichal Hashem. You believe that? Go to Shiloh. Shiloh, you will remember, was the first permanent Mishkan. 
It was built uh, when Yoshua crossed the Yardin. It lasted 349 years, and there uh, it was destroyed, or we think it was destroyed. We know the Ark was captured by the Philistines. We're not sure, by the way, historically, whatever happened. You see, it was built out of stone. Hashashikanti Shmisham, I planted my name there, Barishana. It was the first one. And see what I have done. Shiloh is destroyed, or so the Mephorshim say. There's an interesting parish that says archaeologically, <coughs> we've discovered Shiloh was burnt. We don't know how it was burnt, but we don't know for sure whether it was really destroyed. It certainly is not in existence. Vata. Because you have done all this, all these disgusting acts. I said, wake up, listen, do tshuva. And you hear, but you don't do a thing. I call you, you don't answer. And so I will do to my house of worship that you call by my name. You put such faith in. That I gave you and your fathers. You'll be no more secure than I was with Shiloh. And so if you want to delude yourself into thinking, yes, there's always another base on Mikdash coming, Go to Shiloh. There wasn't another Mishnah coming. Um, I will cast you out before me. Like I've thrown out your whole Zerah Ephraim, the ten tribes, they're not here anymore. Now, Kodesh Baruch was giving Yermio a very strange instruction. Now, Yermio, after saying all this, do not pray, don't raise a voice of joy and prayer, don't approach them, because I'm not going to listen to you. In other words, so far gone that you think of the parallel when Moshe begs the Kaddish Baruch Hu to give B'nai Israel after the Luchos, and he says, don't, don't, I'll tip Gabi. But then he adds that, all right, maybe he'll accept a tzvila. Here, he will not even accept a tzvila. So far gone are B'nai Yisrael. Continues the Kaddish Baruch to hear me go. Do you not see what they're doing in the cities of Judah and in the courtyards of Yerushalayim? Habanim malatim eitzim, the sun's light wood, the fathers burn the actual carbon, the women break bread and cakes, they sacrifice incense to the Kaddish it's for no other purpose than to anger me. And look, they have made it like a family enterprise. The father has a role cutting trees. The mother has a role making cakes. The children has a role bringing the fire. It is similar, but entirely dissimilar. We 
Think of the Akedah. Abraham had a task, Yitzhak had a task, we know Sora baked bread. But this is no parallel to that. There is nothing redeeming about what these people are doing. And they're doing it only to be lahachis. Ha'osi machisim Hashem, halo osam laman boshes penehem. They're angering me. Do they not have any boshes? Have they lost? And the answer is yes. Have they lost their entire sense of shame, their ability to be shamed by their own behavior? Apparently not. I will bring my anger. I will destroy man, animal, tree, vegetation, fruit, and I will burn it to the point where it can never be extinguished. Hopefully, we will have a more optimistic outlook in Mutsah Hashem, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow.